0: Today, we've got Robbie Knox on, uh, co host of the Happy Hour podcast, YouTube sensation, the man himself. Thank you so much for joining. <laughs> Getting a bit of kebab down as Sorry, well. Sorry, just
1: smashing a bit of kebab down like an absolute model professional
0: there. I know you've been doing a lot of in- interesting stuff recently. I thought we'd kick it off with Binde Brewing. Um, yeah. Of course, starting your own brewery. What prompted that in the first place?
1: <clears throat> so um, during lockdown, um, I, like most people, was a bit bored and thought I'd try something, some kind of new hobby and because uh, i've got a youtube channel if we don't know and because of that I, I when i make a video i get ad revenue from youtube and it's not normally a huge amount on most videos but on most videos i'll probably make 50 quid at least so yeah. what i worked out is that i could try any idea up to the value of 50 pounds if i make a youtube video on it so there was a beer making kit that was like 49 pound 99 or something so I thought, yeah i'll have a go at that so I did that and it was quite popular. And at the end of it, I was surprised <coughs> that it actually tasted like proper beer. Because my memory of home brewing was like when I was a kid, like your mate's dad would have got a kit from boots or something, and it would absolutely stink the house out. And even though I never had it as a kid, you it never got good reviews. <coughs> Sorry, I just got kebab. In. <coughs> Very professional. <laughs> um, so, so so that was it. And, and I gave it a few people and they're going, that's really good. So okay, so i just did a bit more, carried on doing it, and I'd taken my beer up to Doc's Beers in Grimsby, which is a great little brewery up there. If you're ever if you're ever in Grimsby, and they had while I was there, they, they, I, I was doing a video getting professional brewers to taste my home brew. Basically, and they said, "What, well, um, why don't we do a beer together or something?" So I said, "I thought, yeah, do you know what? Why don't I just set up a virtual brewery, if you will, a brewery without a physical premises, and we'll just make some beers and see what happens." And that's.
0: yeah Yeah. no fantastic i mean i know exactly what you mean about the homebrews my granddad homebrews a lot and let's just say some of his aren't amazing i hope he doesn't now. yeah i've tried a few of them most of his like aren't carbonated or anything along those lines so it's like pretty simple homebrew stuff but he always just shows off about how little it costs him to make it (laughs) so he can get as much beer for as cheap as possible (laughs) that's Um, good
1: you see i don't think i necessarily was very profitable in my homebrewing exploits i think because i was buying a lot of hops and, and not not really a bulk, but but yeah, I suppose no. it's not. I certainly wasn't losing money, but it's a it's a lot of um it's a lot of faff to try and save quid. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's a fun thing to do as well, though. Like I saw a few of your videos. I remember with Bambino, Becky, etc., where they got to try it out as well. To be fair, I've not actually tried one yet. I need to get one ordered. I know that most recently you did one that is like pairs with sausage rolls. If I'm yeah. correct. yeah,
1: so it's the foot it's the world's first beer designed to match sausage rolls. So we did it with Wild Beer Company down in Somerset, who are experts in. Um, pairing food and and drink and all this sort of thing. So the, what we basically did was sit down one day with loads of different types of beers and loads of different sausage rolls. And we just had a Zoom call, all ate sausage rolls, all drank beer and just chatted about what we liked. And what we thought we'd like wasn't necessarily what we did. I, I thought it would be like a sort of bitter type, sort of like, you know, sort of pub at the bar, sort of that sort of thing. Other people were thinking lager. What we went for was a... Ever so slightly sour appley sort of pale ale because I guess that apple pork is a sort of classic combination, isn't it? Sort of thing. So, so yeah, and it's it's turned out well. It's called Roll with It. It's out now. I like yeah. that. I
0: like that. That is yes. that's that's a particularly cool name. No, <laughs> I noticed as well. Obviously, working in the beer industry myself, that that mm. you've worked with quite a few large craft breweries already, like. It's yeah. been some great collaborations. I, I think one was S43 as well, but...
1: Yeah, so we've done, we started with doc's beers, then we did S43, we did two beers of them. Then we did something with Gypsy Hill, but it wasn't really, it was, I mean, we didn't do much of ours. It was, we, our name was on the can and we were helping out, it was for, for a beer festival or sort something. Of but but it wasn't a huge amount of ours, if I'm totally honest. But a great, great beer and great fun, one of my favourite beers we've done. And then we went to Lervik and did a lager out there with them. And then now the most recent one is Wild Beer. And I don't know where we're going to end up next, but looking yeah, forward to Yeah, lovely
0: it. stuff. I remember, I think it was one of those, Lurvig is the one you travelled over to Norway for?
1: Yeah, so I went over there, uh, made a beer called Shuffleboard. You might still be able to get it around the country. I think it's just about gone, but um, uh, we made quite a lot of that. But it seems to have gone all right. We're getting photos from people in Portugal and Spain, just sharing stuff like that and that's great um which is quite exciting um yeah and 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 the guys at Lervig absolutely loved it as well something that that they have each member of staff gets a certain amount of beer they can take home and the guy they were saying oh everyone's picking shuffleboard this month So yeah, lovely it was, stuff.
0: It's it good, yeah. I must admit, maybe it's due to my age, but I actually didn't know what shuffleboard was up to about a few months ago. I went to a works do, and <clears> there <throat> was a shuffleboard table, and I'd never played it in my life nor seen it.
1: It's not an age thing. It's it's a this country thing. It's it's not a big sport. It's only relatively recently that it's I've seen it anywhere in the last two or three years. Because I we used to play it when I went over to visit friends in Norway in Stavanger where are based. So it was only. Because we played it there that we we suggested it as a name, but it's a brilliant sport. It's much better than pool and darts to play yes. in a pub, sort of. Thing. Yeah, it's so a it's lot more work. fun. Yeah, yeah. You I don't feel, really I... need any skill. No, I mean there is skill, <laughs> yeah. but you can play it with other people. It, it's it's very it's very
2: akin to something that you'd maybe play on a game show, isn't it? One of those no skill based, more more just kind of just having a fun time.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 it's it's like if you can't... Hit, double in darts. Darts is a horrendous sport yes, to play. Yes. You know I mean? um, pool, you can sort of get away with a bit, but but with shuffleboard, it's quite a simple concept. Just throw it, Try not to get it off the end.
0: Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I thought I did well when I played, but maybe it's because I was at a work do and everyone had had a few too many pints, so it might, <laughs> it might, that might have yeah. uh, contributed to me winning. Tip it's the the like pub curling. Yeah, so, yeah. It reminded yeah. me of curling for sure. Yeah. So um, anyway, I thought we'd move on to a little bit of like YouTube community, et cetera. Mm. I know like obviously Dave put us in touch, which is fantastic. We've spoken <coughs> before in the past anyway. But um, like I've seen a lot of your videos and it seems that you've built a lot of friends like throughout your time at YouTube and met a lot of people. I just wondered what you thought about the community as a whole and, and like kind of how it's grown and helped your career as well.
1: I really like it. And I thought as someone who was, who's I'm forty 45 now and didn't watch YouTube really before I started doing it, I was aware that there was a thing called YouTube because I was a friend with Jack Mate and I knew Spencer FC and a few other people sort of thing. But I didn't really... I I thought it was all for younger people and that um, I didn't know that there'd be programmes for me there, if you know what I mean, something. I didn't know that there'd be people doing shows for literally everything and, and really interested. Whatever you're into, there is a show for it. And, and so... Um, Oh, I was, was gonna say now. Um uh community, yes. So I thought it was gonna be this toxic, horrific place because I remember what the YouTube comments section was like in the other is a horrendous yeah. thing. Or I thought people wouldn't be remotely interested to in talk to me because I'm twice their age, which I um but it's been, it's been absolutely lovely and it and it's I'm amazed by all the lovely people I've met because I do these walking videos where I go for a walk with people and and so I've met a lot of people through that. And it is a bit certainly right with Bambino Becky did a walk I did a walk with her it was the first time I've ever met her and I don't think I would have just messaged her randomly going hello I'm a 45 year old man do you want to go for a walk in the woods (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it might not have
2: gone down too well well yeah
1: because it it shouldn't be weird but it is weird you know what I mean if I like that or something so but she'd messaged we'd we'd followed each other on Instagram or something like that and then she messaged me at some point about something and said I wish you do after the pandemic, after the lockdown, we should do a video. And I go, Yeah, definitely. So then I'll do that. But so I'm still slightly aware of who I are sometimes. I'm always like, well, I'm not sure, but yeah, people seem to like it and want to do it. Stuff like that. So, yeah, no. I
0: think it's great. I think those walking video- videos are amazing. And I must admit, like, personally, I watch a fair bit of YouTube. I've kind of grown up around it and, and always like, consumed a lot of content through there. But I think you create some of the most wholesome content on YouTube, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You might not necessarily like my videos, but I think it's quite hard to hate them. I don't mean to be yes, particularly yeah. unhappy.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe if I watched one just after Leeds get relegated, I might find something <laughs> to hate in there. But then I believe <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, a Norwich not, fan. So it's pr- I'm not a
1: Norwich fan. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Liverpool fan. But, um, I live in Norwich and I take my kids to Norwich. Um, I grew up in Kent in the eighties, and then I found out where Liverpool was, and it was quite convenient to turn <laughs> um, so I don't get I don't get there very often, sort of thing. But since we moved to Norwich last summer, I take the kids along there, and but it's quite nice because I go to probably about seven, seven or eight Norwich games this season. The, oh, nice. the thing is like they get relegated. I don't, I don't, don't care. Like, it's quite <laughs> yeah. nice getting to football. I didn't want them to get relegated, but on the other hand. It gives you more chance to get my kids' season tickets. So it's not the end of the world.
0: Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I think football sometimes a bit nicer when you're not watching your own team. It feels less stressful. My heart stays yeah. at a calm level.
1: Sometimes, yeah. Like I've just got, I've just got off of tickets for Norwich Spurs, the last, their last Premier League game sort of thing. Um, but then it's, it's the same as all the other games, isn't it? So I'm probably going to watch Liverpool instead. And yeah, I be don't know. If, if City score immediately, i will be <laughs> and then I said that, it might lose to Southampton. So it might be well. Anyway, this is going to be out of date by the time this comes out. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We'll
0: we'll move on from that anyway. One thing <laughs> one other kind of topic I noticed throughout your like YouTube catalogue, and one thing that I think is amazing, and it's something that's kind of improved, I think, across this country in recent years. I noticed you talk about like mental health a lot or or just like looking after yourself and and keeping on top of those things in general. I just think that that's something really good. Uh, I watched a video the other week and you were talking about like, there's always downs, but if you're at that down point, then you know that it's pretty much only going to get better than there once you hit that rock bottom. And yeah, that's just such a good thing to advocate for.
1: Yeah, I think I, th- I think it's, people are a lot more open about talking about these things. Like I remember at university at the end of our first year, this guy Jason that we live with, he won't well, mind me saying this, but he he had um, issues with anxiety and all this, he came back to think, well, we didn't really know anything about mental health at the time, mm. so we're like, "Come on, mate, just come to the pub." Mm-hmm. <laughs> all this sort of thing, yeah. Which probably, in hindsight, isn't <laughs> isn't the greatest solution. So uh, you'd be like, right, "Mate, don't I?" Um, but he, um, uh, but but now it seems a lot more a lot more talked about and all this sort of thing. And I, I think, yeah, it, it's I'm quite lucky in that I've never suffered particularly badly with poor mental health. I don't think that. Again, having said that, I don't really know. When I was younger, when I was like eighteen, what?
2: That's if you didn't know what to if you didn't know what to class it as, then there's no way to know if that was. Yeah, of course,
1: it's hard to work work out. But now I certainly, I'm in quite a good place, I think. And um, but I'm I'm surprised because I've made these videos. I thought people might watch them and uh, some of them might enjoy them. But I'm surprised by how many people send messages saying that they suffer from anxiety or depression or whatever, or, or have whatever issues and how much they get from the videos, the calm or something like that. I remember the the best message I've ever had was a guy who said he, his childhood, um, he just had his first son during lockdown. He wasn't allowed to go to the hospital and it was a bit sort of touch and go. It hadn't gone particularly well. There were some issues and all that. And he was obviously really worried, but he couldn't be going with his wife and babies. He said he just came home couldn't sleep and watched eight hours in a row of walking videos that's brilliant <laughs> and stuff like that it was really lovely and i forgot about and i'd mentioned this on i think on happy hour or something recently and he got in touch he went it's me the kid i was thinking i want to have the chance. He goes, yes. he goes he's doing fine thank you I was thinking, oh yeah that's
2: amazing
0: yeah no it's always good to yeah to have the follow-up as well yeah, yeah, it, that, yeah they're really doing good.
2: well now yeah amazing
0: no that is fantastic and i think one thing as well and this comes across in your channel uh, the internet's a lot of like people's highlights, and it's nice to see someone actually put across parts that yes. aren't always ten out of ten yes, amazing definitely. holiday pictures. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and I think, like, I, th- I resonate with that. And yeah, it's just the type of content that I think there needs to be it's more th- of—real content. Yeah, yeah. yeah I
1: think there's a pressure on. Well, there is a pressure on young people to try and pretend that their life is better than it is. Do you know mm-hmm. I mean? Because everyone's got boring bits. You can do some fun things, always. Whereas. I think in many ways, my Instagram might make my life look more boring than actually it's something (laughs) or worse. I remember talking to, this is going to be name dropping, I was at Soccer AM years ago, and um, I was chatting to Noel Gallagher in the green room beforehand when he he came on, we are chatting away, and he was was saying about how TV companies are always asking to film him at home, and he always says no. I said, why was that? He goes, because the reality is... Of, of the, the the image of being at home with El Gallagher is a lot more interesting than the reality where I'm just watching TV or loading the dishwasher. Yeah. It's going, it's a, not because everyone does the same things, you know? yeah, that that's it. Not, yeah, it's not that interesting sort of thing. And everyone, unless you've got a butler or house staff or something like, that, everyone has to take the bins out. Everyone has to do certain things. Everyone's got the menial tasks. Task. Yeah, they've got the, the house chores that need to be done every day. Yeah, they? yeah. So I think I think being a bit honest about that. And there's times I do get. I'm lucky enough to do quite exciting things and I'll put those like I'm I'm really quite into skiing so I get to go nice ski resorts and I'll make a video of that and that's that's good but also I think you can show that some days you just want to sit home and eat fruit with your son
0: <laughs> yeah no i think like it is very clear that you find a lot of joy in content creation as well like i, I like the fact that as you said there's so many different videos about different things there's videos about the like bin day which obviously led to the brewery name as well as you said going on holidays i watched the most recent one where you were in france uh, and that looks really nice obviously for that eco friendly holiday as well which is which is great in itself um one thing i thought i'd ask who are some of the, well, maybe not who are some of the favorite people? What are some of the favorite videos you've made like that you've enjoyed making the most, or once you've put out into the world, have maybe the feedback has changed that and made that one of the most favorite?
1: I like, um, the ones I enjoy doing the most the skiing ones I love skiing and I like mm-hmm. spending a week filming this. I normally spend three or four days editing it, sort of four days, I think it's quite quite and I'm quite a fast editor anyway, I've been doing it for years, sort of thing, so it's quite intensive, sort of stuff. But I think at the end of them, that there, there is personally believe as good as any travel videos on on the internet sort of thing I, mean, I think I really enjoy doing those and I always I'm quite good at not being bothered by when a video does well or not but it's really tested with the most recent video I did because I spent a week filming it this skiing thing and I did all this or sort of something it was like a you know like a one out of 10 to 10 out of 10 that youtubers have no. it tells you where you are there's a 10 out of 10 for like a week or something like that I didn't care I genuinely didn't care at all and it then shot up and did really well but it generally didn't bother me at all because I was like, do you know what? It's great. It's a great video. Everyone else is wrong. <laughs> uh, but, so those are the ones I like doing. The, I quite like when I do one, like the one that you mentioned before, the the one about my friend Dave dying, and it's talking about Lowe's and, and all that sort of stuff. Because with that, I made it, and I just thought, is this a bit weird? <laughs> like if I just, is, it just, is it just a weird, is it too weird to put out? So mm-hmm. I sent it over to... And I wasn't just looking for reassurance. I was genuinely thinking I'd, I'm more than happy if someone says no, you can't do this sort of thing. But um, no, you shouldn't do this. But I said over to Jack and um, to see what he thought, and he said, "He said that's amazing. You do don't need to do that." So I went, "Okay."
0: That's fine. One thing as well, I, I know you used to work on Soccer AM. I'm hmm. not sure what you what your role was there, what you used to do, but I was wondering like maybe some of the differences between, I know you've worked on some pretty, or at least what I would imagine <coughs> to be high-end YouTube sets now in like Happy Hour, et cetera. Hmm. What's the difference between working on one of those sets and working in like terrestrial TV sets?
1: Um, well, Soccer AM I think was probably the closest to a sort of YouTube thing, vibe on television, I'd say, because it was, we were kind of left to our own to do what it is. It was wh- one of the things I loved about soccer that we don't really have now is the sort of it sounds a bit weird, but the buzz of a live TV show. Like there's yeah, there's mm-hmm. something quite exciting that you can't go, oh, give me five minutes or something like that. You have to at nine o'clock when it starts, you're gonna hear a countdown from the gallery in your ear and and, and you know the show's gonna start whatever, yeah, <laughs> whether you're yeah. ready or not, something. Sort of so there's quite a quite a buzz of the rush of a live TV show was obviously different um yeah I guess budget is probably the the main thing a sort of thing I mean I, uh, like I, I don't think it necessarily shows in some quality but when I don't do I did strong ones of Bambino Becky and they've got quite a lot of camera people a lot of good kit and all this sort of stuff but it's filmed in a spare bedroom sort of thing and, it, and, yeah. it, and it, it's it's obviously lower budget but great quality sort of thing it's it's just, just that's I think the main thing and and you, in most things not really including soccer, but in most things you get obviously a lot more freedom in YouTube than you do on proper telly
0: yeah that's the that's one thing that I love about YouTube just the fact that like anyone can pretty much put anything they want out it just makes it such a good platform for finding all sorts of content
1: yeah it is and and I think as, as I said I've made TV videos for years I think I'm quite good at it but most of the stuff I do isn't particularly difficult like the walking videos I do is me and a camera on a little tripod thing I was put it down there and I filmed it all myself there's nothing there's nothing in that, that anyone else couldn't do I mean, apart from possibly you might find it harder to get the guests if you don't know people already have yeah, a, yeah, a thing but but most of these things and anyone can do and that's the good thing you don't know when the next great video is going to come I mean there's obviously people there's not top end like have you seen um Nicola? there's yeah, his um, last video is unbelievable. 10 out of 10. Absolutely I mean, that, that unbelievable. not remotely take place on TV. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, even even yeah. with even going as far
2: as uh, capturing drone footage, I noticed as well there were so many cutaways and the editing and everything that was put into that was absolutely phenomenal. That was, it was phenomenal,
1: yeah. and it was it was really you can tell he has studied what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. not it's not just he's learning on the way. You can tell he's he's. I mean, I've never met him. I've I've, I've um. I think follow each other on on social media, but I've never I've never met him. But I, I, you can just tell that he know that he's is studying what he's doing and and seeing how documentaries are put together and, and emulating it and improving on it. You, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the yeah. it's the subtleties. It's like I'm a big fan of Casey Neistat and yes, the bits when you you can enjoy the videos and then if you watch them through, I remember watching something the other day and it was just him going out. He stopped at a petrol station. And he was just leaving. He was on his own. and He was just leaving to go and there's a shot from behind the car of him reversing and there's a shot from the side of him reversing and there's a drone shot above of him coming out. So he's he's gone in and out of this parking <laughs> space three times and uh-huh. set, and lined up all these shots just for two, three seconds of footage. That's it, yeah. And I think it's yeah, that attention to detail that not everyone will notice the detail. I mean, it, but it will come across in the footage, but, but that, that little bit that puts people... Like, like, the definitely. And it's, it's almost the, the
2: seamlessness of it. And, and well, I also like the fact that if you do go back and, you know, watch the, the older catalog of these YouTubers that do those sort of videos, you can kind of see the progression and how mm-hmm. they've, through each video, you see, oh, they start to use this technique. And then you can uh-huh. just see them building up to these absolutely like masterpiece of videos that they're now releasing. And it's, it's just really good to see people's progression and just, yeah,
0: it's, be, it's been strange for me because in the same sense as well, I've seen a lot of YouTubers go from, just being YouTubers to just yeah. being like massive celebrities in this country, at least like even like like Jackson example who works with West Ham now. There's people that obviously yeah. you could name KSI etc. Who have got number one albums and stuff. But it's yeah, it's seeing how much the space has grown and, and like you said, some some of the videos on here now could be pretty much full films or that's, documentaries. Yeah, yeah, very much.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it, and it's and that's what I love about it. They can be a mix of, they can be mixed up and you don't have to do all massive things or whatever I mean some people do get feel I think pressure to do the same sort of things whereas I will sometimes do a massive production video of a ski trip and then on the other hand just sat eating fruit with my son in the in the kitchen and just rating different fruits and stuff like that so you can you can mix it up and and hope I hopefully won't you. <laughs> that's it. yeah yeah
0: definitely right i thought i'd switch it up a bit anyway mm. so this is a question that i've asked everyone that's been on so far um Brilliant. and it is your favorite well pretty much your dream festival if you could pick uh three headliners and maybe two smaller acts that might be a little bit more personal or you've seen before and were great but yeah just pretty much three headliners and two smaller acts that you would have at your dream festival lineup okay
1: fabulous right um my, Weezer are my probably my favourite band.
0: Yes, um, yes, fantastic first good, choice. Yes, here
1: we go. Okay, so we'll, 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 that, that got a good response. I so will definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see them in the summer with Green Day and Fall Out Boy. Yeah, oh so oh yes, I, that's my super favorite. awesome. Toys, yeah, I'm yeah, off to Huddersfield
0: yeah, to go to that. Yeah, are oh, you? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Hell That's yeah, Omega, That's it. Yeah, Hell Omega, that's it, not yeah. super awesome. Super that's awesome. 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 that's, yeah, awesome. awesome. that's going to be yeah, ten. Awesome. That will be ten that's out the of tribute act one. Yeah, yeah, they're coming on beforehand. Um, so that'll be really good. So I'll I'll put them first. I'll put, I put there as a headliner. I will...
0: It's actually it's a really tough. difficult question. It, it, I feel like it puts people the on the spot. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah. It's tough because I've been... I've like, to go to quite a lot of festivals. I'm trying to work out, is it someone... like I, I love Bruce Springsteen. I think he's possibly the GOAT. But I've hmm. seen him headline Glass for me before. Do I want to... Yeah, is it going to be again? that, really? Do I want someone a bit different or all that? I will go... I'm going to go Snoop. Snoop. Nice. Go. Okay. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen him headline a festival before and he played the entirety of Doggy Style, which is one of my favourite albums. That's I'll go for nice him, season. but he's going to bring on the he's going to bring on Dre, and he's going to bring on <laughs> Eminem yeah. right, so M&M, and he's, he's going, going to bring on, on another five headlines. We're going to have, yeah, going to have the Super Bowl show as
2: the be. headline.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's, 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 it's him, but I'm really bringing in a few freebies
0: in there as well. <laughs> we love that.
1: Um, so that's good. So that's Friday, Saturday, Sorted sunday
0: to close the festival out just before you're going home you're probably a bit hungover at this point
1: yeah i mean these days i'm probably gonna leave sunday afternoon because i can't be off the traffic but <laughs> if i am going to stay for my own festival which i probably should yeah. uh let's go arcade fire because i think yeah. they're an in- incredible band Not i mean, choice. It's, uh, it's like love to see their first uk gig and it was one of the best i've ever been to and i've seen a number of times through- since then absolutely lovely so let's go Arcade Fire there's a special treat they're going to play all of Funeral
0: in that as well yeah you've smashed it there <laughs> to be it, honest yeah. yeah I, I was surprised by the Weezer choice I don't yeah. I don't know what I expected you to say but Weezer mm-hmm. wasn't in there but yeah a pleasant surprise scene as I'm off to see him soon
1: oh good I have, a, I have an eclectic taste in music I like quite a lot of stuff and I know from like 95 98 Britpop time I was at uni so I listened I went to every band and listened to every band and so we've got an incredible knowledge of that then I went to Canada for years. So I've got no knowledge of 1998, 1999. A little bit of knowledge in the next couple of years, but then I was doing music for Soccer AM, so I've got an amazing knowledge of indie music yes. <laughs> about yeah. 2003 to 2007. You know, I can, yeah. I can I know, talk about your the classic football anthems. All yeah. yeah, all this, all this stuff. But um, so, um, so yeah. And then, but then from like 2000. I suppose I did something for a couple of years, 2009 to fairly recently, I know about three bands, mm-hmm. um, but then I've started getting more gigs because I got back to Norwich.
0: Yeah, to be fair, I find myself at, at unbelievable amounts of gigs up in Leeds, so yeah, That's it's good. something. Who have you seen I, recently? Uh, who have I seen recently? I went to see the Wombats a few weeks ago nice. at Leeds Arena, that was good. Um, this isn't a band, but I went to see Chris Rock on Saturday, who was really funny. Oh, that brilliant. That was Yeah, that was amazing. The support act was really good as well. I can't remember his name, but shout out to him. Um, Royal Blood as well at the arena recently. They were really good. Um, I can't even, like, most of the bands I go see are at like little venues in Leeds where there's just a couple hundred people and it's like a a smaller band or or rapper. Local bands
1: or from around the country? Uh,
0: Yeah, it could just be random people. Yeah, Yeah. like pretty much whoever, just people that take my fancy, really. Like, I saw a band called The Academic a few weeks ago. A lot of the bands I go see are like very. Standard indie rock music, you know, like yeah. very like the nineteen seventy five and Arctic Monkeys type style. Yeah, um, I've been but, the
1: last two gigs. I went, I went to see Wet Leg a few weeks ago. Okay, And
0: yeah. A couple of weeks
1: ago, I went to see Coach Party. So yeah,
0: then they're from. The uh, I've Wife not heard of well Coach Party. No. I'm just
1: going into bench from the other Wight for some reason, <laughs> like in Norwich. So yeah, I don't know what was going on. Yeah,
0: there. Wet Leg, uh, the female fronted band. I'm, yeah, am I correct. Yeah, I know they recently released an album that got pretty pretty well received. At least it's really good.
1: Yeah, they were really good. Really good live. Um, yeah. So i have My next gig is Weezer, so I'm excited for that. Oh, actually, that's a lie. My next gig is not Weezer. Oh. I don't think, because I forgot about this. My wife booked tickets. My next gig... Secret gig. (laughs) ...is... Yeah, a week before Weezer, I'm going to see Elton John. Amazing. That's a completely different Yeah. Yeah. Entirely. Like, Like, it's only now that I'm going, I want to see Elton John. Now I'm going, I'm running out of time to see Elton John, so... (laughs) I see now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it in while you can. Yeah, before he starts to go a bit senile, and then it's not quite as good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw Phil Collins a few years ago because my friend's band was supporting them.
0: Oh, amazing! Um, Dick, yeah, the, the next gig I'm off to. I've got a few big ones in the next month. Actually, I'm off to see the Killers at the Doncaster Stadium, uh, and then I've got Sam Fender at Scarborough Open Air Theatre, which will be really yeah. good. I think I'm hoping it's a really sunny day. It's a Friday open air theatre all I need is good weather and it'll be a, an amazing gig
1: in The Killers in about 2009 2008 2009 I was doing lots of filming for music stuff and I kept going to festivals to do filming at and I'd get to them and I wouldn't have found out who was headlining because I was just doing one after every weekend I wouldn't really have paid attention to it i get there and as soon as we finished, it was always either the killers or kings of Leon. Right, <laughs> it was like, yeah. You'd go out there and they go on, and and go, oh for God's sake, killers <laughs> yeah, again. <laughs> yeah. So I had a lot of killers in in that uh, in in the space of about a year. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I love them. I've never actually seen them live before, but they were one of those when I was okay, in like yeah. primary school, high school, they were really big. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. It's more of a reminiscent band for me. They've not yeah, done as no. well in recent years, but some of their older stuff was really good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 And based on your fruit video as well, this is kind of an on-the-spot question. But I saw that and I thought it was so unique and quirky that I kind of had to come up with a question similar. So yeah. I wanted your most underrated and most overrated veg, not fruit, because you've kind of already yep. covered that now. No,
1: great question really good question um okay let's do underrated first and I'm going to go for that as Celeriac because every Mm. time I have a Celeriac I have a Celeriac about once a year and when I have a Celeriac I go gosh this Celeriac (laughs) loads more I just do it all the time why don't I need more Celeriac and then I'll probably buy another Celeriac and I'll do it again and then I'll just sort of forget about Celeriac until I'm like a a market or something oh look celeriac well, oh, yes that exists so celeriac yeah. i'm going to put in as most underrated most overrated ve- vegetable um I don't know <laughs> you're rating vegetables i thought
0: it'd be a great question <laughs> yeah
1: i mean celery's rank but uh-huh. i don't know if people are that about celery, anyway. Do you know what I mean? I don't think. Yeah, I feel like
0: celery is just one of those things you eat when you're trying to lose weight or something. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the the less
1: <laughs> so, Like unless it's even if it's massively cooked, it's not great. But it's a bear of no, I don't don't like celery, but I don't think it's particularly highly rated. Why people? It's quite difficult because you've it.
0: got you've got the big dogs, haven't you? That, yeah, I've, I, is an onion a vegetable?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Because I was going to go for onion as my most underrated right okay. because i feel like people don't think of it as a vegetable people think of like peppers carrots etc whereas <clears> onion <throat> yeah. is in so many different things and it actually makes like a burger with some crispy onions on a hot dog when you get like salt and pepper chicken or whatever and it's got those onions and yeah, it's in loads true. of things and yeah, it improves yeah, lots yeah. of meals the only yeah, thing i yeah. say
1: against the onion is i tried growing onions the other year and if, if you grow a potato you plant a potato and it grows like 10 other potatoes off of it mm-hmm. if you grow an onion you get like a small onion and you put it in <laughs> and it just turns into a bigger onion. <laughs> You've got like a one for one onion exchange uh-huh. right? Like yeah. I don't know how they're getting the onions. Like if you're yeah. only getting one back for the one you put in, where are they? We're gonna run out of onions. Yeah, we're gonna have, a, we're we're going going to have an onion happen? deficit. So, so that's the only that's, that's, the early, shortage, that's I'm big worry.
0: It's
1: like apparently helium, apparently helium's like a really rare and useful thing. Like uh-huh. it's there's there's certain things that have to have helium. We've got and there's a limited amount of helium in the world. One well, more <laughs> people got stockpiled all the helium because they thought blimps were gonna be like the thing, everyone's gonna have mm-hmm. blimps, right? And then people invented airplanes and stuff and the blimp yeah, industries died. Mm-hmm. So they've got all this helium. So they're gonna ah, put it in balloons and all this stuff. But scientists are like a no, we're gonna run out of helium. We're nearly out of yeah. birthday party and pop them into the sky. We're gonna have no helium. That's so yeah. It. So yeah. just think about that next time you use helium. I won't, I'll just <laughs> still use it. <laughs> no, we love that,
2: Tim. Do you have a most underrated vegetable? I would probably say um, my most see the thing is underrated. It's it's difficult because you can't really go in with anything like you know like a carrot or a potato because they're so that's not underrated in the slightest. You know that's that's everybody's main ones. And I'd, I'd maybe go with something like I don't know, maybe maybe something like peas. You peas, know? I do. Yeah, I'm quite
1: fond right. of peas. I am. I think I am peas quite are quite a big... highly rated, I'd say.
0: Well, that's the, that's the, that's the no, yeah, difficulty. I, of the I don't really, is, I don't like peas that much. So, all oh, right. Well, okay, they're all well. right, but it's I'd never like choose to, like if I'm at Toby Carvery, I probably don't go for the peas. I'll go for like the the creamy leeks and I think the, the carrots, wor- etc. The, the
2: worst part of the peas is eating the peas. It's find, <laughs> finding the way to get them from the plate to your mouth, yeah. I think, is the hardest part. of peas. What's your most
1: overrated
0: Joe? Oh, the most overrated. I feel like I should just go for peas now. After that, um, I'm not sure. In fact, probably carrots. Like, I like, they are what they are, but I think that they're pretty boring.
1: Yeah, because a vegetable that can make you see in the
0: dark. <laughs> <laughs> that must be a myth. That can't be real. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> got-
2: they, they used to be, uh, carrots used to be purple until the royal family of the Netherlands, I think it was. Um, they then, they were the orange family or something, and they yeah. then started to breed it so that then oh. carrots became orange. And now when
1: you go to the, the farmer markets and you see the purple carrots, those are your original yeah. ones. And then they so I grew them. some funny-coloured carrots the other year. Very exciting. Because you just see the top of the carrot. Do you don't know what you're going to get. You <laughs> yes. it out. Oh, orange. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: No, I love that. I love that. Do you have a most overrated, Robert?
1: Okay, I'm going to go... I might go courgette. Because... People are like, oh... You make it into spaghetti; it's not the same. It's just like, it gets too. It's, it's it can go soggy if you don't cook it well. There's the the amount, of, the time at which courgette is good, the amount of cooking you need to make it not hard but not soggy. Mm-hmm. It's very very precise, very precise, <laughs> not very flexible. So, I think maybe courgette's quite overrated. So,
0: no, I agree with that. I've kind of one popped into my head then as what I maybe should have said as underrated uh, asparagus. Asparagus is amazing. Asparagus, like. In British asparagus season, it's only like a month. You've
1: only got like a month to get British asparagus. It's unbelievable. Like, I just... Like, it's coming up now. Is We're not far off. If it's not already here, we must be getting close to it.
0: Yeah, I, I've, I'm not sure, to be fair. I just know that it's one of those things that I don't have that often, but whenever I do have it, I'm like, oh, shit, I need to have this more. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, look, if anyone's listening, now I think it's probably about your time to go out and... If you've <laughs> get never down tried to the asparagus. now. <laughs> now is the time to do it. Don't come to me in September going, oh... Asparagus wasn't that great. You 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 missed your window. You got to you got to go now. Yeah, run <laughs> yeah. to Morrison straight after this. Yeah, 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 yeah. British British asparagus season is is absolutely elite. Yeah, that is that is really good. It's quite a few under, Brussels sprouts. I think are underrated. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's because people don't cook them well. They just yeah. boil them until they're this mush sort of thing. Which you can, you can pan fry them with a bit of bacon or chestnuts or something like that. Lovely roast them. There's a lot of options with.
0: Yeah, sprouts so are one of those I used to hate when I was a child, but now is definitely one I'd pick as like up there.
2: Something that was quite interesting around um, Christmas time: the local Green King near to me, those chain carvery restaurants. Yeah, they were doing um, deep fried Brussels sprouts that you would get in a, a little bag, separate, and that was I I, I don't know why I'd never considered that prior, wow. but that actually was well, they like in batter. As well. Yes, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it was just just basically a sprout in batter, then deep fried. And I would be down to try that. It worked, it worked amazingly well. And it comes with a little um like a kind of mayo y, garlicky kind of right, sauce yeah. with it. And it was, yeah, it was surprisingly well, good.
1: When we brewed with Doc Spears, they gave they gave us to try a local delicacy, which is like quite new to the air. And it was it was like a roll with chips, like a chip butty with gravy in the middle of the roll. They put in batter and deep fried. Wow. Jesus Christ. First yeah, taste, yeah, yeah. you're like, this is amazing. And that three tastes you're like, I would do anything to die now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds particularly unhealthy, but also it's like something I do want to have a bite of. <laughs> you want to yeah. try it once,
1: try it once, then you won't be going for a second.
0: Yeah, so I think there yeah. isn't really any like Leeds delicacies. Is that like obviously Yorkshire's Yorkshire puddings, but that's not even really Yorkshire anymore. It's just an English thing. Yeah. But there isn't really much up here. I've seen like the Wigan, is it called a Wigan kebab before where it's like a like a pie inside a bread bun. That. Yeah, that's oh, one wow. of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like and a meat pie inside, a, like a bap or a bread bun. So,
2: cool. so one the other day it was it was referred to as a kebab. I don't understand how, but it was a Greg steak bake in a sandwich essentially, how and that, that was classed
0: as a Northern kebab.
2: I, I, I don't understand <laughs> how, but it, it, apparently it was. You had a
1: parmo. Like
0: uh, I've not had one from Middlesbrough, but yeah. I've had one from like here before. Yeah, they are quite nice. It's not something I'd like to order on, on a regular, but um No, I,
1: but that was that was a good that was a good local delicacy that I was not expected when we got that S43 be quite good to be given food by different breweries who we've been to. The local Yeah, local, you win in there, good, good beer coffees. and good food.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's all you need. Some amazing news today as well, completely different topic. But um I saw that there was the first openly gay professional footballer in the UK, which I thought was just something to shout out. Like it's such an amazing thing to finally see that like.
1: And do you know what? I'm surprised, I'm pleasantly surprised by how nice the comments have been. Because I did look mm. onto it. I did go through. I do go through. T- I have see things like that. I have a little look through and just block anyone who's who's being involved yeah. immediately, <laughs> preemptive blocking. Mm-hmm. But um, but generally there were. I mean, there were people. There were people from different cultures that that, that, that not necessarily British people that were were seemed to be getting angry. But most British people seem to be. Overwhelmingly positive about yeah, is, I think most of the
0: comments I saw, especially given like what football Twitter and Twitter in general yeah, is normally very, like, very, like very toxic. was were really positive. Like it uh-huh. was nice to see because, like, for a bit of information, I'm I'm bisexual myself and like I go to every Leeds game and stuff. And even I've heard the odd comment and stuff like in the stadiums, like when it's been like Pride Month, and I've heard people are like rumbles like, Oh, why the fuck are they supporting that, etc.? So it's nice to see that the overwhelming number of people, because a lot of my Twitter is Leeds fans, are really supportive of it.
1: It definitely I do feel it's changing. Um, because even I remember I went to um Norwich, Liverpool at the start of the season, and I think I can remember the I think it was um Billy Gilmore. There were there were Liverpool fans, I think were singing a song that I've heard a lot of football, I think like a Chelsea Rent Boy sort of thing or something like that. I think it was. Yeah. Um, but it, and rightly so, he got called out after, and it? it was in the papers and that was, there's no way that would have been called out even five years ago, sort of thing. No one would oh. have did it. So it does feel like it's changing and it's going to be a real test of the football authorities and clubs to how they deal with any, any abuse that he does get, because it, mm-hmm. it I don't think they've always... I think sometimes, if I'm honest, I think, I think these people have paid some lip service to equality. Because I've been to grounds a lot of the time and people say, oh, what can we do about it? And you can see Stewart stood there while people are yeah. shouting whatever abuse to people. I think, well, you could quite easily... You see who that is. You could quite easily give them a five-year ban from the club if you really cared about it, sort of thing. Yeah. So we'll see how it is now. We'll see, maybe, hopefully, Hopefully, people will... Be good, and and we can have a different football scene because it's it's desperately
0: need of it. Yeah, I completely agree. I think there's no doubt that there probably will be some abuse thrown as well. Like English football stadiums is always going to be that, but especially now with so many CCTV cameras and stuff, and you know exactly who's meant to be sat in what seat and. There's, there's no way that people should be able to get away with it nowadays. And it's just not, it's just not something that football needs. I think it's, it was, it's way past that point now. is not just about like that British hooliganism. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. well, I mean, I know it's never always just been about that, but that was so much more prominent like a decade or two ago.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I remember, as, as I say, I'm older than you guys, but it was, I remember going to football as a kid in the eighties and it was terrifying. Like it was a horrible yeah. atmosphere for a child to Go to you'd want to go to the game, that was exciting. But afterwards, you see people swearing or fighting each other in the streets or something like that. It's not yeah, it's of course.
2: Not, it's not no, it's not the atmosphere that you really want to be around, is it? It's not really a, a sporting no, it's, atmosphere. It's is so it's it?
1: definitely I mean, it's improved a lot since then. it does feel sort of hooligany side does feel like it might regress slightly recently, or that sort of thing. I don't know what what it whether it's sort of I guess it's probably related to sort of societal trends at the minute in, in this country, yeah, sort of thing, but but like it does feel, yeah. But I think I think overall, it's, it's we're in a much better place and hopefully, much more tolerant place as, as 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 we'll find out this season.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully so. I think that we're definitely heading in the right direction. Anyway, have you got any exciting projects coming up, Robbie? Anything you're working on that you wanted to I'd call out? I'd be surprised or... if I have. Um, what, have we, what, what, what we do?
1: <laughs> happy hour. We did a live show recently as a sort of test, just in the waterfront here in, in Norwich, um, sort of a music venue, something, sort of and that went really well. So. There is vague talk of doing a happy hour tour. Oh, that'd would be fantastic! Yeah, yeah, that would be. We really said that in unison. That's how, That's how that
2: fantastic it'll
1: be. <laughs> I don't. The problem is getting it organised in course, the in yeah. the. Um, I don't know. I think me and Steve need to take it. I don't think Jack will do it. I think we need to push push it down the road. Something. I think. Mm-hmm. I think um, forget. But yeah, we we we're keen to do that. What else? Um, I don't know. Really, It's more YouTube stuff. Just
0: keeping busy. I've got enough on, don't do anything new? No, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, that Happy Hour live show sounds like a great idea anyway. If yeah, you guys really are ever up in Leeds, then make sure, or if you need to come up to Leeds, make sure you drop me a message and, and I'll make we'll sure do. I'm there.
1: we Will do, brilliant. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, well, I think we can probably about wrap this up anyway.
1: Well, thank you very much. it would been lovely. Thank you so much for
0: joining, Robbie. I I massively appreciate it. And to be fair, I never thought I'd be talking about asparagus with Robbie Knox, but uh, (laughs) I'm happy that's where where I am.
1: Dreams can come true.